Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. With so many influencers and TikTokers out there, we've witnessed a good share of trends come and go. But many of those posts, well, they're by amateurs. Today, I'm going to speak with someone who's got her boots on the ground of the nutraceutical ingredient industry. Joining me now is Alexis Collins, Director of Product and Brand Strategy at Stratum Nutrition. Hi, Alexis, and welcome to the NutraCast. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me. So what are some of the popular ingredients that you're seeing? I'm definitely continuing to see uh, collagen remaining just just very high on consumer trends. And then as well as uh, ashwagandha definitely remains really big for stress and mood I'm seeing. So just right off the bat, those two ingredients definitely come to mind as far as ones that remain very popular across the board. But, you know, there's definitely some other ingredients and categories, per se, that might not have new ingredients, but that I'm seeing, you know, different categories rise. And what are some of those? Well, definitely the category of just being a sustainable ingredient. So this doesn't necessarily mean plant-based because there's certainly upcycled ingredients. I think that's one of the appeals of collagen, just looking at it as an upcycled ingredient. And then we have our, obviously, our NEM eggshell membrane ingredient, which is also upcycled. And we've seen that be a real nice selling point in addition to the health claims that we have on that ingredient. But then, you know, as far as sustainability goes, plant-based plays in there majorly. So for people who are looking um, to be healthy, but also support a healthy planet, I think that the plant-based trend is also playing into why we're seeing herbals like ashwagandha. Um, mushrooms and other adaptogens really surge in popularity, kind of in a perfect storm combined with everyone really needing more stress and mood support and seeking that as far as supplement buyers go. So all of those kinds of categories are are playing in together. And then just on the side of women's health, because that's obviously an area that I have experience in personally, so I always have mm-hmm. my eyes out for trends there. It's really refreshing to see that formulators are looking towards specific perimenopause formulations. So formulations for perimenopause support, you know, menopause is really the year that everything, our cycles end, all of the symptoms leading up to menopause are what we're really trying to treat. And yes, you know, we know the typical ones of um, hot flashes and bad sleep, But there's also symptoms of brain fog. There's also symptoms of rising joint pain, lack of energy. So that's really, really, that's been cool to see just on the formulation side that companies are catching on, that there is consumer demand there and making some really nice formulations that are more well-rounded and not just about hot flashes. And then lastly, and this is kind of interesting just for me personally, but I'm intrigued to see what comes of it with all of the new research coming out on the effects of alcohol on women in particular. I'm curious to see what develops in the women's liver health and detox area, just kind of based on the new research that we're seeing and how women are a little bit more susceptible to the maleffects of alcohol. So 
that's that's kind of something that I've I've been you know keeping an eye on, but I don't really have any you know new news. I'm just wondering if that might be a, a trend that could could start in the women's health area. Yeah, so something that that you're definitely keeping your eye on. What caught your attention about this research? What stands out to you? Just research that seems to continue to support the fact that women don't. Well, it's kind of a a two-factor thing, right? Because women have started to drink, on average, levels of alcohol that are more on par with what men are drinking, but obviously our biology is different. So I think it's still fledgling research, but it's something that I'm following. And I think that women's liver support in particular, and specific women's liver support, is something that's kind of an interesting interesting category to dive into and see what's there. But like I said, I haven't haven't gone totally down down the rabbit hole with with what I would actually personally, you know, look for in a formula for that. But I think that it's an intriguing area that could develop further. Definitely. And I'm not sure if you know this or not, but what are some of the claims that you can make regarding liver detox? Well, I honestly don't know how to answer that question specifically because I'm not really I'm not really too involved right now with any specific liver health ingredients. It's something that I'm looking for and I've been evaluating a few uh, that I find intriguing. So as far as liver health and detox claims go, I'd be personally looking for healthy population studies that are done on people who casually drink or having some sort of consistency of alcohol consumption, but otherwise don't have any liver disease. Because as we all know, the FDA wants you to have two healthy person, randomized placebo controlled clinical trials to really support strong health claims. So depending on what you have, you know, what would, would determine what claims I would say we could make. But particularly for women, you know, it has to be researched in women, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so if you're going to have a, a mixed gender study, then at least perhaps, you know, look at the women specifically, look at the data from the women specifically, don't just do it on men. But that's just an exciting area that I think has possibilities just based on data that's coming out. Yeah, I mean, as a mm-hmm. woman who enjoys her her wine, um, I will definitely be watching that as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so we talked about liver health. What about gut health? There's a lot of health solutions out there that are now offering multiple benefits. Is that something that you're seeing out there? Yes, absolutely. Gut health, I, I just think that continues to trend. And along with the trend of gummies and just delivery formats that are easier to take than capsules, I think we've seen a big branching out of different biotics. So it's not just all about probiotics now, even though they do you know, continue to reign supreme. There's also postbiotics and prebiotics on the market now. And one ingredient that we have in our portfolio that we added this year is bimuno, and that's a proprietary prebiotic, specifically called a galacto-oligosaccharide, which is a very long word. So bimuno is a lot easier to remember there. But this is an interesting prebiotic because I think it falls along uh, quite a few trends. So obviously, it's going to help support GI health, but I think specifically along with consumer demand, we're seeing that 
efficacy of an ingredient and faster efficacy of an ingredient is resonating in consumers, especially those who are going to be seeking more functional food type delivery formats, because it might not be as a consistent, you know, dosing, daily dose of a supplement ingredient if you're, for instance, just going and buying your fortified kombucha and having it maybe, you know, two to three days out of the week. But you really want to get the digestive benefits of that kombucha, for instance. So with Bimuno, we're excited about this ingredient because it does have fairly quick efficacy for supporting GI health and that in the first week that you supplement with it, uh, bifidobacteria levels are significantly increased. So you get your increased levels of good gut bacteria. These are the good gut bacteria that are producing a lot of the results that people want. So less abdominal discomfort, less gas, less bloating, more regularity. So you're going to get all of those benefits fairly quickly with this prebiotic. And that's all great for the gut side of things that end consumers are looking for. And then also as far as ease of delivery and ease of use, Bimuno is a one of the lowest dose prebiotics that's clinically efficacious at a low dose. So it's a stick pack, for instance, or it's going to be a gummy, what have you, however you want to take it on the road with you, it'll remain viable because it's not a live organism, it's a actual fiber, but it dissolves clear and virtually tasteless in water. So at this point, personally, I just take a stick pack of it and put it into my water for the day. And that's how I have my Bimuno daily. And so it's fitting onto that trend too. So we've got the GI trend, we've got the ease of use trend across the board for different delivery formats, then immune health. So immune health obviously cycles throughout the year and immune health is tied directly to gut health. But Bimuno's also kind of taken the spin on looking at immune support in athletes. So there's a sports nutrition spin that we have with the latest clinical research study that was published using Bimuno. And this was done in elite rugby players for their rugby season. So these rugby players supplemented with Bimuno daily and their duration of upper respiratory issues was decreased by two days. So when they basically got sick, they were sick for less time, which matters a lot when you're in a high performance physical sport like that, where you have to be on and you really don't have a lot of time to recover before your next practice, virtually no time to recover before your next practice. So I found that study just to be really interesting to look at because you're looking at a group of people that are under a lot of stress because it's their season. They don't have a lot of downtime at all to recover. And then they're traveling a lot. So their immune systems are just always being tested and exposed. So I think that that was a very interesting study to look at. And obviously, GI health in that study was well supported, which we anticipated and we saw. So then I know I've talked about a lot here. So it's the GI, the delivery, the immune health. The last thing, and this is something that I find super interesting about Bimuno and plays again to the stress and mood trend that we were just talking about with herbals. This is another direction that ingredients can go as far as playing into the stress and mood trend. And that's mood and cognitive support through the gut, because there is that gut brain axis link that continues yeah. to be supported. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, I don't want to put conjecture out here, but well, not, but there is clinical research out there that supports that high levels of bifidobacteria are associated with better mood and well-being. So it only makes sense that a prebiotic that's fertilizing your gut to be a great 
grower of bifidobacteria and to grow bifidobacteria quickly is going to help support mood. But what's great is that there's two clinical research studies using Bimuno that support those claims. So we have two clinical research studies that show that Bimuno um, helps coping with stress by reducing cortisol and just generally helped support cognitive well-being in, in the two separate clinical studies that we have looking at those aspects of it. Yeah, so it's a prebiotic, but it also sounds like it's a psychobiotic as well. Well, that that just makes it sound like a, <laughs> a serial killer. No. no. <laughs> I'm going to laugh. I, so now I know exactly that term, but it's just so fun to hear it being said. I always, and maybe it's because we're close to Halloween, but that's one of my favorite biotic <laughs> terms out there. And yes, Bimuno does function as a psychobiotic as well. So you're really getting a lot of claims in one, you know, ingredient here when we're looking at Bimuno as a prebiotic. So not just limited to gut health, but certainly looking at all the support you can get from really getting your gut microbiome on target. Okay. And now Mm -hmm. I just have this like vision in my head of this probiotic (laughs) bottle with like Michael Myers on it or something. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm like, maybe we can get one of those like, you know, more trendy supplement brands that, you know, have some some real uh, on-trend graphic design to do something fun for uh, a psychobiotic. Oh, my God. I would buy it. It would be great. (laughs) I know. It would be great. It would be great. (sighs) (laughs) So as far as formats go, I'm just thinking, you know, are gummies still the go to for everybody? I haven't seen any information indicating otherwise. Okay. So I think people enjoy their gummies. I think that unique functional foods continue to trend, but gummies just tend to be fun to take and across the board, not just pediatric. So. And in terms of like formulating with them, do they present mm-hmm. more challenges than say capsules? Certainly, certainly. Just if we're just thinking about biotics, you, know, you can't put the majority of live probiotics into a gummy. So it really opens up the space for prebiotics and postbiotics, okay. ingredients that don't have viable organisms that need to survive and be treated with more care because they're just not trying to keep any sort of organisms alive, you know, through the process. So, yes, gummies are certainly more of a challenge getting the correct loading dose that you need to, you know, to meet those substantiated health claims and ingredients can be a challenge with gummies too, because you don't want to overload the end consumer and say, well, you know, to meet these health claims, you have to take six gummies at once, twice Mm -hmm. a day. That seems to defeat the purpose of making it an easy to use delivery format. So that's why I think there are definite opportunities in other delivery systems for dietary supplement ingredients to make more impact. For instance, hydration, right? So I'm pretty sure all of us have used, you know, some sort of extra hydration product in our water in the last, you know, month or week or days. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they're, they're all out there. Just pick which one you like. But there's room there, in my opinion, to start putting more health benefits into hydration. So if you want to have, you know, more gut support, you know, in your uh, biotic hydration, putting prebiotics in there, you know, just getting more stress and mood. I mean, that's just one delivery form where I see, you know, 
more possibilities. So the stick pack delivery, it, it's working so well for hydration products that I don't see why we couldn't get more function out of that delivery format going forward. Mm-hmm. It is a great delivery system, but I do want to put a tip out there for anybody yeah. who's traveling with those. Make sure they are sealed in like a Ziploc bag because one of my last trips, oh, no. I threw a few of those in my luggage and they exploded somehow and got <gasps> all over everything. No. Yeah. Oh, man. No. So I've had the situation where I've put in a fizzy one. And then gotten on the plane with my Nalgene and almost, I mean, talk about an explosion. As soon as I <laughs> twisted the cap on that, I could see, I know better. I should have let the fizz out, but it didn't even occur to me. And I was like, oh, I'm doubling up, you know, because I want to stay super hydrated on the plane. And then it was like, pow. <laughs> yeah, so the people sitting next to me weren't exactly pleased with the spray. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. <laughs> but we all smelled like really fun, like strawberry kiwi for the duration of that ride. So, well, that's that's better than some of the odors I've that. encountered. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> there were things to happen on a plane. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so, yep, yep. Before I let you go, sure. You guys have something huge coming up. Stratum is celebrating its 20th anniversary. What are some of the biggest, maybe highlights and challenges over the past two decades? Well, I certainly can't speak for the two decades of the company since I joined four years ago, but I've known the Stratum team for over a decade, um, and they've always been people that I've kept in touch with because they're just cool, genuine people that work for my company, I will say. Um, I agree. Thank you. (laughs) So speaking from my own experience, I joined the company nine months before everything really shifted with the pandemic and things were shutting down and remote working was suddenly taking up and it was just a huge transition obviously for everybody we all know Uh, not to make everybody relive it but i will just say that i think our company and our ceo handled that situation extremely well with much grace and flexibility for the work life you know tumultuous life balance that all of us needed and we really stayed together and kept communication open and real and so that that just really endeared me personally to the company because I just think that it was a a really tough situation and our company got through it very well with good leadership. That's so good to hear. So Stratum has definitely seen the highs and the lows over these past 20 years any plans to celebrate this milestone? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't spoil the surprise, but I would highly recommend that everybody be in line on day one when the doors open because something fun is going to go down and I cannot reveal anything else. <laughs> so just and this be is in line. Side West. This is at Supply Side West. Be in line at Supply Side West opening day when those doors open to have some fun and celebrate with us. You won't want to miss it. And for anybody listening, I have been trying so hard to find out what this is all about. I can tell you they are not giving away cash or cars, but but that's all Alexis will share with me. (laughs) 
This is the only details I can reveal. Our marketing manager has sworn me to silence, so my lips are sealed. But please, please join us. So first day, when the doors open, just be there in line. All right. If we want to find out, I guess we have to be there. Alexis Collins, Director of Product and Brand Strategy at Stratum. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. And I look forward to seeing you and the Stratum team at Supply Side West next week. Thank you so much. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutraCast wherever you get your podcast. You can also head to NutraIngredients-USA.com for even more Nutra-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutraCast next week. <laughs>